Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers Shrinking Season One, Episode Five. Woof. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Oh, la, la, la. Is this your podcast? Speed it up. Yes, actually, it is my podcast. Oh, Thank yeah, you, Mr. Oh, Sal. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, geez, what line did he say coming into that? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's, um, sorry, but not sorry, Mr. Sal. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> said it wrong, but the substance was there. <laughs> well, as soon as we're here, we've just gone halfway through shrinking. The question begs itself, though, what did me, Mr. Sal, rate the episode? Rating. Hmm. Well, Mr. Sal, last week, we loved last week's episode, but we're on to this week. Woof. Something pulses when he gets mad. I've never heard you woof before. You know, I honestly haven't noticed that it's when he gets mad either. Yeah, <laughs> like the times that he's used it, has I don't think he's been mad when he's used it. No, he just kind of says that as like, oh, geez. <laughs> right. Like when Whoa. she left the water bottle <laughs> on his desk, it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> it was more like, uh-oh, than it was, grr. Anyway, I digress. So, yeah. Guess, uh, guess my rating. Come on. I think you're just in love with this. I, um, I, I think you're in love with the series. Uh, you loved what happened with Brian and Gabby. What was going on with Sean and Paul as well? Because you're kind of at a collision. Of course, I, I think you digged all that. I think you gave it a ten. I think you're. Uh, I think you're really into the series because you see, when you look at Jason Siegel, you see a mirror. Uh, well, that is true. But I've said that. I've been on record yeah. of saying that. So I pretty think, much I think, over and so over. I think, and I think you you have a very high opinion of yourself. So you go, oh yes, ten. He is a tall. <laughs> uh, the way I described it. I, I, I just like posted our our first episode just dropped on uh, on our in the feed and I, I blasted it out on social media and I, I one of the things I wrote on Facebook was Jason Siegel is a taller thinner version of me <laughs> 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 but which I have, I have to talk about his wardrobe today but before <laughs> I before I do that uh, let me guess your rating uh, I, I think you liked pretty much everything about this episode. The one thing that, so, like Brian and Gabby, I think you liked that a lot. I think you liked Sean's storyline and Paul's. The one thing I think that you maybe didn't like so much is that there's, it seems like Jimmy takes a backseat in this episode, like pretty significantly. So I think you probably ding it a little bit for that and give it a nine out of 10. Okay. Uh, I almost gave it a nine. I ended up giving it a 10. I can go into more clarification wow. of that. I did end up giving it a 10. What about you? You gave it a uh, nine? I gave it a nine. This is probably my least favorite episode so far. Really? Your least favorite yeah. episode? Yeah. I, I definitely not my least favorite episode. <laughs> I'll say that's definitely not my, it's okay. not my favorite. Uh, so the 10 might be recency bias. I'll give it that. We'll, we'll really <laughs> rant. I was going to give it a nine. I'm like, yeah, it's all a nine. This is a nine. Definitely mm-hmm. a nine. <laughs> I'm like watching the whole episode. But when we get to those last two scenes, kind of the convergence of the episode, mm-hmm. it, it gave me a tap. This is this is so good seeing Brian and Gabby, uh, they're like therapy scene, and then seeing yeah. Sean, Paul, and Jimmy. Yeah, I, I couldn't not give it a ten. That that stuff was very good. Um, I will definitely admit that. Uh, I, I do really feel like I I certainly missed Jimmy a lot in this episode. I just feel like Jimmy was really background in this episode. And, no, you're and, right, and you're and fine. that's that's fine. I, it, it's not like. I'm not upset about it, right? Like <laughs> every once in a while, they need to do an episode like this to really push the development of the other characters, and I appreciate that. Uh, but it doesn't. It just does mean that it's my least favorite episode because Jimmy is. You know, I should have realized so that. Much. Yeah, I said that in my explanation. <laughs> yeah. Right, I failed to recognize the fact that he does have a much smaller presence. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think there are. I think there are four characters that have a bigger role in this episode than he does. So for, uh, like, so Gabby, Paul, yeah, Gabby, Brian. I, think, I think Gabby, Paul, Brian, and Alice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, I, and I think he's probably on a level with Liz in this episode. I'll say higher than Liz. Oh. Yeah. Maybe Yeah, higher than Liz, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think your ranking's wrong though. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, it's not, it's not a problem. I'm not mad. I'm not off the series. You sound like angry. No, you sound no. livid. Are you sure? No. And and no. honestly, I don't know, nine out of ten is still a very solid rating. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's just not my favorite. Mostly just because I miss hanging out with myself. 
I agree. Like <laughs> Jimmy probably is my favorite character. Maybe he uh-huh. isn't. I don't know. I, I I'd have to think about that more. Well, I think they did a great job. I really should see a... who you said was your favorite character in this episode, and yeah. whatever your favorite scene was, because I think you kind of narrowed it down. I'll say all, but I'll, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll say this: like the other characters, I think did a great job. Like Gabby's really funny. I think she does a great job. Paul, Brian, all these characters that you're saying that took over from him, yeah, they're all great and funny. They're so great. fantastic in their own yep. ways. Yeah, I I think um Jimmy's funny in his own way. He might mm-hmm. be the funniest character, but the other three that mm-hmm. I just mentioned are all hysterical and yet bring in their own like level of trauma gabby not as much but you know we get reference to her marriage and i'm sure we're gonna get more into that as the series goes on definitely especially more with brian and paul and i didn't even yeah you know i'm sure this this episode went a really long way toward developing those other four characters and honestly i think minute for minute or like scene for scene brian might be the funniest character in the series he might Uh, be for the amount of jokes he cracks for right I yeah. mean, he, I, pretty much everything is funny that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Every movement is funny. He's he's really hysterical. Like, that's really, really good. Uh, but uh, the thing is, that, I don't know, for whatever reason, J- Jimmy is just the one I connect with the best. And not that I've lost a spouse, which is interesting because, like, I, I feel like I'm probably – I probably could connect better with the experiences of some of the other characters. Um than i can with what jimmy's going through but jimmy is just he's he's me and i connect with him really well and so i did miss him but it doesn't mean i didn't like the episode i really did like the episode all right michelle well let's see what you really liked about the episode let's talk about our favorite scenes favorite scenes I did kind of talk about what might be my top two scenes. So I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to Gabby and Brian or Sean, Paul and Jimmy for you. Since you love Jimmy. Well, I didn't say this. Well, <laughs> well, I'm, you're projecting yourself onto me now. That you love Jimmy? No, the, the, my favorite, my favorite scene is your favorite scene. No, I'm not saying so. I, no, no, no. I'm, wow. Clearly, clearly these are the best two scenes. <laughs> So okay. you surely picked one of these. And if you didn't, then I don't know what we're watching then. But, <laughs> so based on that given, it has to be one of these two. That's a given, Mr. Sal. Okay, a given. <laughs> I think since you saw your mirror in the scene and even got a crack of joke in it, the Sean, Paul, and Jimmy scene near the end of the episode where uh, Paul shows his moves of how he's a better therapist than Jimmy. <laughs> Paul shows his moves. <laughs> I I think that was your favorite scene too. You got me spot on. Yeah, so did you. That is that is that is the best scene. Uh, Gabby and Brian one is a, is a is a close second. I agree. I, agree. I, think, I think it's a close yeah. second. Uh, we, uh, and um, I didn't even mention it because I was kind of hoping maybe to be a red herring for you if I didn't mention it. <laughs> I did really like uh, and this isn't like I, this wasn't going to get my favorite scene or anything by any stretch. But when Paul calls Megan at the end, oh, we're going to see. Yeah, right at the very end. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, are we gonna hear him say it at the end? I'm like, oh yeah. I hope we see that. <laughs> I don't know if we are. I don't think we, we are. No. I don't think we will. But man, what a I'm curious, I'd be I'm curious shocked. if it'll go poorly for him and he'll um feel like regret or something. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm really curious as to I'm curious how it's gonna go for all these characters. I think we're gonna mm-hmm. see a resolution for all of them. But I won't I won't lie. So so in this episode we see Brian. Um, dealing with the trauma of his parents not really accepting him. Mm-hmm. Sean still dealing with, you know, his time out in the war and trauma he had from that. And mm-hmm. Paul trying to cope with how to present the idea of his Parkinson's to his daughter. And there's other stuff going on, like Gabby's getting a divorce mm-hmm. and other stuff. But I wonder how this series, like the season ends. Like, does it end with all of them <laughs> getting past their trauma well? Or is it like some of them faltering? <laughs> So I, I'm here's the thing is that the, the thing about trauma, uh, is, as I understand it, and I am not a psychiatrist, but uh, as I understand trauma is uh, you don't ever completely put it behind you. No. It's always there. You just figure out how to best cope with it. So I, I, That's I, why think, I say falter. Like, are they going to yeah. slide backwards is what I mean to say. Like, not that right. they, it destroys their lives or whatever have you. And not that they beat it necessarily, but are they going to are they going to end the season worse than how they started it? From what we saw, right? I I, I would 
doubt I, I, would I say doubt that at too. most maybe one or two characters do that yeah i don't think all of them are gonna falter but i'm yeah. curious if any will and if so who <laughs> it's kind of a, yeah. where i want to go with that line of thought but anyway. well, you know what's really interesting about this episode i felt like i at, at a certain point in this episode i didn't even think about the fact that jimmy's wife died yeah, you're right. They, they really went past that. It. I thought this was gonna be the very pivotal part of the series. Jimmy seems mm-hmm. he seems a lot past that than what I thought he would be given. He, he does. Series. He does. I'm not saying he is, but he... yeah, I I don't think he is. I think we're. I think it's gonna crop back up again. But uh, even Alice seems like she didn't think about it much in this episode. You're right. No, yeah. There's there's other I guess other fish to fry. Well, I guess so, so. I mean, we can talk about our favorite scene here, where mm-hmm. Paul, uh, Paul comes in. He's a uh, well. We we see a little introduction to the scene when he comes into the boathouse. He stole. He let himself in and stole some beers from Jimmy's. Yeah, and Sean, yeah. of course, would love to partake in that because he's yes, angry with sure. Jimmy. Yes, but, you know. Paul asks him, you know, where'd you get these medals? These are some nice medals. Yeah. Tell me, it'll it'll anger Jimmy. So Sean yeah. <laughs> tells him you know, he saved some guys, but he doesn't really want those medals. Yeah. And Paul shares with him a relatable, well, not directly relatable, but a tangential story about how he has Parkinson's and has yet to tell his daughter. He's scared because uh, she won't see him the same way she used to. Maybe now she'll see him as like a sad old man that needs to be taken care of. And Sean, I guess, relates to that in, in an aspect of he hates that he's seen as a hero. Yep. But he feels as though he really wasn't when he was out there. He was a different person. He did what he feels were horrific things. Yep. Like, I guess, pointing guns at children and what have yep. you. But Paul reminds him he's loved. He did what he did. He was young and he was scared. You you got to learn. I mean, he doesn't say you got to learn to love yourself. But Sean says that he hates himself. And yeah. he's got to fix that. You know, there's emotional inertia. That's what I think Paul says. Yeah, that's, that. that's the yeah. term. I love that term. Emotional inertia. Yep. And thankfully, yeah, I got this guy here, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy just, Jimmy chimed oh, in a little too much. Thanks, Paul. That means a lot to me. <laughs> There's, there are times when it's best to just listen. Just... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's so it's good. good. It's, and it's yeah. and then it's it like... ends with Paul leaving. He'll be there for Sean if he needs him. Mm-hmm. And man, Sean is impressed by Paul's skills. He told Jimmy, and <laughs> he's a lot better at this than you are. <laughs> and Jimmy acknowledges that that is correct. Yes, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's it is really amazing because we see this culmination of uh, of Paul. First of all letting jimmy back in uh you mm-hmm. know putting himself on better terms with jimmy forgiving jimmy uh but we also see paul like vulnerable in a way that we haven't seen him really at all in the series opening mm-hmm. up to a patient nonetheless which is what he's been trying to tell jimmy not to do is, is like you don't don't make it personal don't be vulnerable with patients don't uh, get too close with patients and, and Paul comes in and his his method of reconciling with Jimmy is to do basically what Jimmy has done yes and he kind of uses it in a way to help himself mm-hmm. he kind of talks about why he hasn't told his daughter putting it yeah. out there and he goes home and calls her yeah and we had speculated last week on why he hasn't told his daughter because Brian seemed to think it was because he felt like she wouldn't come through for him mm-hmm. and now we we see that it's probably more likely because he doesn't want her to see him differently yeah in like a bad light mm-hmm. yeah which i honestly it makes some sense if you if you have a a kind of a i don't know delicate relationship to begin with where any little thing could set it off uh and, and really kind of end the relationship you really probably don't want to drop a bombshell that could adversely affect the relationship that you do have. Definitely. I, yeah, it makes sense. I, I get the rationale behind it. So, mm-hmm. but it is, it is the best scene in the episode that that is clear. Again, I, told you <laughs> I, I think so. I think so too. Yes. <laughs> well then I, if we talked about our favorite scene, do you want to play a game, Mr. Sal? I'm nervous. Well, I'm sure you'll know who said it. Who 
said it. You know, I've, for, for all for all of the old man that we did this and like the first thir- two episodes of shrinking, I was so confident. I was like, he can't get, he can't stop me. There's not even a, it's not even a possibility. I know the whole thing backward and forward. But I, I've goes out of control. I was giving you so much easy ones, Mister Sal. No, you were not. I, I've stumbled. <laughs> I've stumbled two consecutive weeks. I'm really. I, I, my confidence is low. Good. I'm, I'm Good. struggling. Good. Because that's where a phoenix is born, Mister Sal. It's from ashes. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. One can only hope. Uh, we still got to burn you down, Sal. Uh. I've got six quotes. No, you no, not. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the quote inflation? <laughs> no, I have three. I have three. Okay. Yeah, three, three is reasonable. Okay. <laughs> I have eight quotes. <laughs> We've got all the quotes. We're just going to go through scene. every yeah. line. Let's go. The script, yeah. So, three quotes. Uh, I'll start off with this quote. The other two actually have a second line that... If I give you the second line, I'm not gonna let you. You're not gonna get credit for the quote anymore. It's too. It's too easy to. I'm just saying. I'm being honest with you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be honest with you right here. Like I'm. I one of the reasons why I'm not confident about this is, like I don't feel like I processed this episode as well as I usually do. I did watch it twice, but I kind of dozed off a couple of times the second time. So I don't know. Which is another reason why it's my least favorite episode. Well, yeah, if you're dozing off during it, fair enough. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I think I would get all these. I watched it twice intensely. Intently. Both oh, intensely boy. and oh, intently. My. Oh, my goodness. Two, two eyes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the eye-eye. So, that's a weird animal. Anyway, <laughs> here's the quote. Now you're just lying to hurt me. Oh, thank you for this. I love this one. This okay, is so yeah, good. Is Paul about the, about that, and not only do I love this line, it says it to Alice on the bench. But um, I, I I adore Harrison Ford's delivery of this line. It's 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 so, it's so, so perfect. Funny. Is it's this like, an Indiana Jones reference? Because it kind of looks like the Indiana Jones. Hat. I don't know if it is. I don't know it's if it's not the Indiana Jones hat. I don't know Indiana if Indiana Jones hat. I, I saw half of an Indiana Jones movie, Mister Sal. <laughs> Indiana Jones has a much wider brim. It's a lot more like a cowboy hat. This this is like a fedora, but it's it's like he, he the where he puts the pauses is just so funny. He's like, so funny. he's like, now you're just lying to hurt me. <laughs> so um, it's so funny, and it's so and, and you can tell that it actually does hurt him. <laughs> does, yeah, wrong. he, he says, "Now, now you're an expert on hats." <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, well and by the way alice's delivery was also very funny she's like just brooding on the bench she's like that hat is ridiculous <laughs> also very funny yeah, he's catching strays out there she's mad all sorts of things and now she's criticizing the hat yeah, so let's you can it. let's not keep you, it there you can be mad and sit <laughs> yeah so yeah. I, and that scene is alice she's angry pacing talking to paul and uh she it's a mate to she's most mad at paul because she stopped talking to her father jimmy uh, yeah she was relying on paul to kind of be her father's backbone so she didn't have to worry about him but mm-hmm. apparently paul's too stubborn to do that to talk to him and that's i can't remember her exact phrasing here but it it, it made a lot of sense to me it did because it's not putting too much on Paul because to a certain extent, like you can put too much on Paul and say, it's, it's, it's not Jimmy's spouse here. Like the, he can't like sacrifice his entire life and, you know, life force for the sake of, of Jimmy. But at the same time, um, what she's saying is that he was, she called attention to it earlier in the episode that, you know, he, she was cleaning up cocaine off of, her grandmother's photograph right uh but it's she he's gotten better and she's dealing with her own stuff and it was okay because she knew that her dad would be okay because paul was in his life Mm -hmm. and then the fact that paul took himself out of his life really pisses her off so i i i love this this is a great scene too 
It's good scene. It's a good quote from Mr. Mm-hmm. Sal. Let's move on to quote two. All right. This one's actually a little. I, I might give you this. This this one's a little hard. Oh, <laughs> this, no. this one this one's a little hard. Oh. But I think. But I think. I'm thinking which line I'm so, like, give you. Like four weeks ago, Mr. Sal, he I I would have got he would have gotten it. This, this guy right now, I don't know about this guy. Okay, here I'll give you this one. Can I have just like a little joy? Oh, the, I, I don't know the guy's <laughs> name though, but it's, that's it's, fine. That's yeah, fine. It's, it's, it's one of Gabby's patients. Like, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really funny scene. <laughs> that was also a very funny. Scene. I, I when I was watching this episode first time around, I put that down. I have only three scenes in my potential favorite scene sections: the two oh. previously mentioned and this one. I saw it I was like that was hysterical, <laughs> mostly because of the relation to dreams, right? They're oh talking yeah. About dreams and man, <laughs> do we love to talk about dreams on show hoppers and how we hate them. Yep. specifically this type you know your dream dreams people talking about their dreams not only that donna <laughs> the, the name's donna and mark donna right taking her hate her hate for dream mark cheating on her and putting on the real mark <laughs> so it's so funny I, I think i've quoted this before but there's a ben fold song uh where uh, he's singing about uh this is his wife or partner whoever uh is in bed with him and and he says that's what i know you're going to be pissed when you wake up for terrible things i did to you in your dreams (laughs) and and carrying that over into reality is just so representative why i hate people talking about dreams it is it's like why 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 is there any bearing i mean I mean, it's one thing if, like, you feel a way about it, but to to take that and to put that out into someone else is like, oh, yeah. come on, like, I, like, like, I Dream Mark don't talk. Dream Mark might be a jerk, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Real yeah. Mark, I I don't know if he's a jerk. I guess I don't know him very well, but he's not Dream Mark. So. Yeah, but it's th- this couple's very funny too because they're trying to keep score. And, yeah, and oh, I love the victories. point system. Wow, yeah. where did you guys get this point system? <laughs> nope, nope, that's not helpful. <laughs> can I have just a little joy? Yeah. But uh, he th- he does have this really funny line where he's like, "In my dreams, you're awesome. The only difference is that your hands are pizza slices that regenerate when I eat them." <laughs> so, but but Gabby is Team Showhoppers. Did you notice? Yes, she said no talking yes. about dream. No more dream talk. We're done with dreams, all right? Yes. No more talking about dreams. So I'm glad I'm glad here Gabby's a fellow show hopper. Yes. <laughs> we, we, love, we love you. We love you, uh, Gabby. Good job, Gabby. And <laughs> it, it, it the, the scene ends with you know, you know, you guys lived perfectly fine pre-marriage, but the second you got married, I think you realized you guys were stuck together and your problems are compounding. You guys should openly discuss your problems. Mm-hmm. Like I do with my husband. <laughs> and <laughs> you then, betcha. And then that and that transitions into the next scene, and we'll get yeah. to that later. But yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Right. Tells a bit of a fib, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then, Mister Sal, you're down to the last quote. You've done uh, a good job. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. Uh, I think this is the hardest one. <laughs> I've left it for worse. I know what would make you feel better. I know <sighs> what would make you feel better. I know what. Oh, I know who this is. I know this. This is Liz. <laughs> so this is when they're they're hiking, and she desperately wants to look for rocks. Yes, and, this is. A- <laughs> and she says it to Gabby, who's feeling down because she got just divorce shamed by Brian. Yes, <laughs> this is, a- I know what she would feel better. <laughs> Gabby's like, but the last time we were not looking for rocks, Liz. Yep, that but, that is exactly it. Yeah. Yes, good job. <laughs> Thank you. Three for three. Oh, I feel so much better. Oh, good. See, that did make me feel better. <laughs> uh, see you could do it i did yay yay me yay you <laughs> wait I, I, this is a scene where um gabby Liz, brian are all on a walk and they confront him if he actually bought the ring he lies and they call him out on it uh, <laughs> it sounds like that basketball <laughs> yeah it, sounds, it was funny yeah <laughs> see there's a lot of uh, so much comedy in this scene. i so know much. it's really so funny it's very and, funny you know gabby wonders if it's some sort of trauma informed avoidance, was that wait, was that she said trauma induced or trauma informed? Trauma informed. Okay, good. Okay, yes. yeah. trauma informed avoidance going on. Brian, Brian divorce shames her, and then she, he just got to go. He, he he can't deal with that anymore. And Liz wants to just look for rocks. That's about all Liz cares about. <laughs> it's exactly like meditation. 
<laughs> All right, well, good job, uh, Sal. You went three for three. Hey, next time I'm going to bring more quotes, more quotes, more chances. Uh, don't mess up. <laughs> I suppose, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited that I that I got off here right this time. You know, and you're right. This episode is very funny. There's so much good humor here. Uh, I think what I real I really need, and I haven't had in a little while. I really need a, a, a scene that makes me cry. <laughs> I haven't had one of those in a while. I really need one. Okay, we'll see what we can do for you, Mr. Sal. Next episode, I'm I'm looking for it. Well, how about before we get to the next episode? You want to talk about? You want to recap this episode? Yeah, let's recap this. We start off the episode with Jimmy going over to Liz's house to tell her that she was right. Alice does have a crush <laughs> on Sean, which, by the way, I should I should then mention that I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. They were doing anything beforehand. It was just simply a crush. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Gabby, who's also at Liz's house, gleefully joins in to the gloating. Uh, but mm-hmm. she's gonna run late for work, so she has to blast. And yeah. uh, you better watch out because Paul, he might get so mad he'll wolf at you. He does that. <laughs> so, you know, Liz comforts him, knowing or uh, comforts him, saying, you know, hey, if you trust Sean, nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And Derek yeah. got so much needed to rest in his car. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Derek's got his Creed moment here. Yeah. <laughs> said, I thought no about faults. that all this episode. When he, with all the, like, the lies, he, you're so right. He's just like Creed. <laughs> the way he's, like, he just, even like his mannerism kind of like, he'll just kind of like prop his head in a way. Exclaim what is kind of a crazy line and then yeah. walk off. Yeah. How you doing, Derek? My wife has no faults. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, so, Paul, on the phone with Megan, learns that Mason wants some Doritos or Switch, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> money. Everyone likes money, don't they? <laughs> Give the boys some money. <laughs> and uh, he has to wait till he gets a ride from his coworker because um, uh, his car's in the shop. Yeah. yeah so anyway, he's got to go. And Gabby arrives, and she has to get in real quick to get ready. So. Woof. Woof. Oh, woof. <laughs> yeah, I just got a real quick take shower and change my clothes and make a green juice. You want one? <laughs> yeah, that sounds real quick. But don't these people have appointments? Like, I was wondering. I'm like, uh, they must be coming into work early to maybe they prep must. for appointments. Or they maybe, or maybe they're just not showing up to but they're just terrible therapists. They're just missing their first appointment of the day. <laughs> oh, a word of advice, don't make the first appointment of the day with any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Sean and Alice are... Well, Alice is teasing Sean about how cute he looks in his license photo, so <laughs> she has Jimmy come over to judge it. And she does not like Jimmy's judge this <laughs> of his license photo. Really brings out your cheekbones there, Sean. Yeah, and she leaves upset. But I, you know, I side with Jimmy here. That was a weird ask. <laughs> what did he say it was a, it was a weird assignment <laughs> it was a, yeah it was a weird assignment yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a weird ask I mean yeah, it is. Fine. It's, I think he did fine <laughs> Sean tells him about how his dad's trying to hit him up Jimmy's also having issues with Paul so you know what maybe we shouldn't be so resentful of these people let's let's grab these relationships by the balls and deal with that <laughs> which is also that's a weird thing to say. Actually. That is a pretty weird thing. <laughs> That's pretty weird, yeah. So, and the gesturing was even more weird. <laughs> it did, yeah. The gesturing better not help. So, All you right. know, I I gotta say, like this is the scene had me really thinking. This is this is a really interesting predicament that I kind of viewed in the scene because I can totally understand Sean's father's perspective of why. I, well, I want, well, you know, as the parents. Oh, as a parent, congratulations, yeah. <laughs> and by the way. Well, thank you very much. But, uh, you know, I, every time you say congratulations, I think people think that I had I had another newborn child. Which I, Didn't I, you? My youngest, I haven't had a kid in eight years. But Oh, my God. <laughs> but, time flies by. <laughs> but anyway. I remember when he was first born. <laughs> I bet you do. But at any rate. <laughs> uh the the what's interesting is is that like as, as a parent watching this i can totally sympathize with sean's father that you know he had to give him do the the tough love thing and tell him to move out because that for the sake of his other son he, ha- mm-hmm. he had to do that and 
and did in a very respectful way too. It did we very respectful. I've offered him money and he, whatever you need. It's, I'm I'm gonna help you, but I'm not cutting you off. But you can't stay here. I think that it was, it was great. Um, but I and I also understand his his desire to reach out and stay connected to Sean because he's not he's not disowning Sean. It's not that type of thing. He's just trying to help Sean. So I, I can respect that and admire it. And at the same time, you know, I, I'm also, I'm not just a parent. I have other roles in my life and I can see Sean's perspective here that it would be very frustrating and confusing to, to be kind of pulled into it with his father who he's probably very upset with he's, and he's probably feeling abandoned by. So I, 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 I really struggled with this scene, not, not in a bad way. It's a good struggle to, that's you know uh, something that, that tells me that the, show, the episode was successful in that way, but really struggle with like that seeing both sides of this and not suring not sure uh, who's who's right here. That's right. There's a lot of complexity in that relationship. Yeah. Jeez. That's yeah. Rough. yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, parents and kids, man. Yeah. Parents and kids, man. That's it. It is. And we've had so many conversations about parents and kids and, and the relationships between them and, and how complicated that gets. You know, for, for reference, see Dexter New Blood, see The Last of Us. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are more, but see those, those are the two don't uh, tell them. Don't tell them that. What's going to do with that? Uh, it it does in, in uh, season two, by the way. <laughs> I guess but, it kind of doesn't. Yeah, there's a little bit. There's a little bit, but yeah. not really. I was there's a lot in there. season two. <laughs> well, I mean, on the listen, you know what else is also a struggle sometimes? Being a couple. And we get the yeah. couples therapy, which we already <laughs> talked about. Gabby's yep. couples therapy. So yeah, we, we already talked about that. After she brings up, she kind of lies that she openly discusses problems in her own marriage. She goes on a rant to not her mentor, Paul. Right? She's lying. In fact, Marriage is kind of a big pit of misery. Paul even <laughs> calls it an old institution for when people died young. It's <laughs> so funny. No, I love this. What does he say? He said something. Uh, oh, I got it right. These these days is mainly used to uh, to subjugate women and sell air fryers. Yeah, it's I love air fryers. I do too, actually. <laughs> so, but it's Thank so you marriage. <laughs> You're not married, as far well, as I know. I have an air fryer, yeah. No, that's good. Oh, so. That's good. I'm glad you have an air fryer. It's, they're they're good stuff. But yeah, no, I I I totally I totally dig this. Like I I I don't know. I mean, I am married, so it's I, I don't feel this this way specifically, but I I can see why people do. You're catching strays if you're in a marriage with what these lines they're saying here. It's uh, a big pit of misery, an uh, old institution when people die right, young right, and subjugates yeah. women. I'm sorry, but, Mr. Sal. I'm sorry you're catching strays this episode. <laughs> but, but I can understand why people who are not married but in uh, committed relationships decide they don't really feel like they need to get married. Like, yeah, because I feel like it's getting more commonplace nowadays. Yeah, people yeah. are just not getting married kind yeah. of all but <laughs> yeah so I, so I get it i mean I, I i i'm not quite sure i understand paul's reference to when people didn't live as long i guess it's inheritance thing yeah that's what i think he's referring okay. to yeah well. but anyway but this is this is an interesting scene we get we really gotta peel back the layers on gabby a bit here mm. and and paul for that matter because she she's she can tell that you know he's not all that into helping her and he's not very good at helping her because she's she wouldn't want him for a mentor anyway he's yeah. jimmy's he's jimmy's mentor yeah he he'd, he'd rather choose someone more like himself or more like herself right <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> jimmy enters after hesitating a bit and he, he's upset that paul will not talk to him about his patience like grace he's been trying to text he's try he tr- even tries to apologize here but he gets beeped Okay, so <laughs> fine. You want to beat me? You want to beat me? Don't Should love we... the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, not a big fan of the buzzer, Paul. <laughs> so you know what? I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. And you know, he locks the key and throws it to Gabby. So Gabby might unlock. I don't want it. that. <laughs> She's and... like, I don't want that. her. She was amazing with that. Like she, it looked like she caught it and rejected it. Like I don't want that. 
Uh, by the way, I love Paul's line when he he says, "I don't love the buzzer." Paul, he says, "Then you should say things I agree with." <laughs> <laughs> Man, Paul and uh, Jimmy leaves, and Gabby notes that Paul can be a real piece of work <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Mm. <laughs> yep. Brian talks to his man Charlie, right? Tries to fish a compliment out of his outfit. They even kiss, but something seems off, right? Brian mm. kind of like, something seems off with Brian. What is it? Well, he comes into the break room to tell Jimmy and Gabby this huge news to us. He's going to engage Charlie. Mm-hmm. They are not very impressed, though. It is no. <laughs> not their first rodeo with Brian coming around claiming he's finally going to do it. So Brian's going to show him this time, right? He's going to buy the ring and he's going to rub it in all their faces. He's going to back out the door yeah. without even looking. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> it was. He just a leg kick behind him when he does it. <laughs> Sean plays See. some ball with his uh, brother and father. His younger brother even got to skip art class. Good for him. Uh, his father feels that Sean's doing pretty well. Good for him. And even got him a gift. He framed his medals. But this seems to be a... Well, this is his mother. It's all, all his oh, mother. Sorry. Yes, my bad. Yes, he did give all the credit. <laughs> I see. <laughs> or blame. I like yeah. to think it's because he doesn't know how Sean's going to react. So he's... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> he knows it's going to trigger him. So yes. like, oh, this is all your mom. That's not, I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> But it does seem to trigger Sean, and yeah. he just has to leave. So, Ugh. yeah, and he just he, the his dad says to him here, "This is who you are, a hero," which uh, can, you can imagine. Like if Sean's inner conflict is everybody thinks I'm a hero yeah. and I feel like I'm the villain, right? If that's his inner conflict, that does not help. Yeah, I feel no. surface level from <laughs> from his dad's perspective. You know, hey, come on, look, you're you're a hero. You know, be yeah. all right with it. But yeah. Yeah, not so helping under the skin. Not at all. That's it's really it, it totally makes sense why that would trigger him. And it messes him up. Messes him so much. He texts mm-hmm. Alice, "Hey, you want to go for a walk?" And she skips English to go for a walk. Summer is psyched for her. Oh, aka, I think a parent's nightmare. <laughs> Summer, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I love it. So, Brian, we see Brian going to buy the ring, but. He just can't do it. <laughs> I he do nods. not. <laughs> yeah, he, shake, he nods his head yes, but he cannot. He does not want to buy the ring. <laughs> Paul talks to one of his patients, Reggie, who's having crippling anxiety in the mornings now, and he hasn't really changed anything in his routine. Afterwards, he goes to spitball with Gabby about his patient, and you know, starts to kind of, I guess, complain about it. Oh, they changed his medication for no reason. Now his brain chemistry is all out of whack. But mm-hmm. she calls him out on this, you know. She's she's always wanted this, to, you know, to talk to Paul <laughs> about his work, but not like this, not not to be Jimmy's replacement, nah, right? She's not going to be she, sloppy seconds. She's so funny. It is so funny. Yeah, not going to uh, be sloppy seconds. Fix your relationship, <laughs> and Paul almost wins her back by showing an appreciation of her scrunchies. That was really funny to me. She almost was like, oh, "Which yeah. patient?" And then, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's hysterical. There's so many sexual metaphors here. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't even trust myself with you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you expect me to come? You expect to come in here and I'm just going to drop my panties for you? Like, <laughs> it's just one thing after another. I'm not going to be your sloppy seconds. Like, oh my god. It's, yeah, it's well, so it, funny. I forgot it was, just, it was something attitude. That you up attitude. That's what it is. You it's up like. attitude. <laughs> that's right. Expect me to drop my panties. Funny. oh man it's, she's great she's yeah, so funny Gabby's really good yeah. well we get to meet Kevin Lactate as he comes to Grace's house tour <laughs> <laughs> really it's Jimmy <laughs> and he asks Grace to come back no judgment and she's in but oh Jimmy has to leave school just called her daughter's skipping yep. ah Grace remembers when she skipped school. She has her own <laughs> story. She had her own older Donnie. Eh, you could call Not her this Donnie, Sean. Donnie. Yeah. In a way, her own Sean. Yeah, she right. Runs off. Yep. This is not helping. So I I actually love this whole have everyone has their own Sean bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I I I wonder if it's 
I think the implication here is that it's specific to girls. It is. No, I don't think it's yeah. inaccurate either. I'm not. I shouldn't say. I mean, I guess I could call it a bit. But I, I like the running joke of how everyone's bringing up to Jimmy gotcha. their own Sean and yeah, Jimmy's right. reaction to it. How it I, stresses him out more and more and more. Yeah, I personally do not remember having this when I was young, like with an older woman. No, I don't know if you do. You, do you? No. No, no, so I I I think I think it's a lot more common here, the other way around. Yeah, yeah, apparently because I think and I think that's the implication here because we haven't seen the examples of it gender reversed either. So, no. so well, Sean and Alice they go for a walk and you know, Sean's just really annoyed by his dad. He doesn't know who he is. Thankfully, Alice does. So Alice knows, mm-hmm. and he sees this water tower and it is pretty cool water tower. He's he's gonna climb it. And honestly, it kind of starts off pretty cool. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Climbing it, it's a cool view. Yeah, but it kind of, it's a kind of, it kind of deteriorates. He starts hanging <laughs> off of it like an ape. That <laughs> was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and did you know they did that? No editing. He really did that. I I believe it. Not I, I, no I, idea. I, I don't think I don't I don't believe that you know it, but I would believe that there was no editing on that. I'll, it probably was a stunt person. I I take that back. I don't think it was actually Sean. Or there was a net. Maybe. Or they told him, do it or you don't get paid. We hid this in the contract. <laughs> and he just and that's did it. why the actors are on strike. And that's why the strike started. <laughs> yes. Uh, which, by the way, actually, when this drops, they, they may not be. Because th- as we record this, the writer's strike is about to be settled. Uh, Apparently. So, it's not officially yeah. over. No, it's they're, about they're, to be. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like they're coming to an agreement. We'll see what that is. Mm-hmm. Exciting time for show operas as well. We we hope the uh, the gap is in a long one. But nah. We will see. Uh, Alice comes home and Jimmy kind of demands an explanation from her for demanding class. That young lady. Uh, is that what he called her? I forgot what. Yes, young yes, lady. He, young lady. Her. But Alice doesn't want to be questioned. I mean, come on! I cleaned cocaine off a photo of Grandma. No <laughs> <laughs> so, deal. He won't question her, but. She does come clean that Sean is freaking her out about uh, with his behavior. All right. That is definitely worrisome. We get yeah, the, uh, she, oh. She's pretty raw in this scene. It's really amazing. Like, it, it, she, it, I didn't realize that that was the reaction until I saw this scene. I, I, mean, I know that she said, you know, you're freaking me out. But when when she talks to Jimmy, first of all, it's meaningful that she's willing to confide this in Jimmy. Uh, second of all it is i think also meaningful that the the emotion she had was not like she was turned on by it or she was repulsed by it it was that she's worried about him which indicates to me like a genuine a, a care and affection for sean not just a crush yeah no you're right that's good, good on alice yeah good on alice we get the uh gabby liz brian scene she already talked about so then we get when Jimmy confronts Sean in the happy hot tub about dangling off the water tower. Yeah. Uh, but Sean's just, he's upset yeah, with a lot of things. You know, his father, Jimmy pushing him so much, right? For example, making him see his father and that messing him up. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. really, maybe you shouldn't be my doctor anymore. Maybe I shouldn't stay with you anymore. Yeah. It's going to be kind of weird in the kitchen if I'm not your doctor anymore. Yeah, you're right. I'll be gone in the morning. Yeah. Not so, yeah. So, Sean is leaving as of now in this part of the episode. <laughs> yes, we get a we get the Alice and Paul scene. We went over that. Yep. Brian comes into Gabby's office ready to be psychoanalyzed. Uh, Gabby kind of gives him an out <laughs> if he wants to leave, but no, he's all right with this. And Gabby is so excited to hear his story. <laughs> I'm the gayest boy in Texas. The oh, in Texas. yes, you were. <laughs> So funny. But she said what she says to him to the out she gives him is that she overstepped. Mm-hmm. She tends to do that with the people she loves and she's working on it, which is a very psychiatristy thing to say, but also something that I, I think applies to most people. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so except for except maybe for the I'm working on it part. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't think she's working on it at all. <laughs> yeah. Sean. No, well, I, I think she might be, but I think most people probably are not. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> fair. Yeah, true. Sean starts to pack his bags. Oh, wait, I already talked about this. So, yeah. Let's get into the Paul and Sean scene. So we'll, we'll keep yeah. going to the Gabby. 
and Brian's team, which is yep. he didn't come out until after graduation, right? His parents are super religious and struggle is, you know, he thought it, it might take him some time to come around, but they still haven't. Yeah. And the reason everything goes Brian's way is because he hasn't taken another big risk since. This is really cool. This is actually yeah. a really cool. Scene. It is really good. I, yeah. I was expecting this from Brian. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Right, especially yeah. the way they introduce him as I know, you know, everything, everything goes, goes my way. way. <laughs> Spot on trauma avoidance. Yep, trauma informed avoidance. Informed avoidance. Yes. Yep. Brian is scared it won't work out with Charlie, but Gabby relates it to her relationship with Nico, and you know, obviously, it's ending. But despite all that, she she wouldn't take back the relationship if that's any help to you, Brian. And he feels like it could be. So he, he thanks her. And we kind of learned what it was like to have sex with straight Brian. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. cool I, I like learning about straight Brian. <laughs> when he said why his parents believed he was straight, because I wore so baseball funny. caps talk like this. That's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. He's really funny. Uh, yeah. And we get the. um. Paul, Sean, and Jimmy stuff, our favorite scene. And then the episode ends with Paul calling Megan to, well, I presume her name's Megan, to tell mm-hmm. her something. Yeah. Who? Woof. Yeah, woof, <laughs> all right. So that's the episode, Mr. Sal. Yeah. I, it's, it's really great. It's a great episode. I can't believe you gave it enough. I can't believe you think this is your least favorite episode of the season. I think uh, there is... I think it's such a good episode. I, it's well, it's very good. It's just I just miss Jimmy. That's all. So it's your least favorite. Well, I'm, what else would be my least favorite? I, I'm trying to think back. I think I did give one other nine. You do you? No, whatever. I did. I did give one other nine to Fortress of Solitude episode two. So I, I mean, it's between that and this. Everything else has been a ten. So, well, I, you know, Michelle, let's just check the time then. Okay. What time is it? Oh, it's TV time. Yes, yes, yes. Ain't no time like a TV time. So, rating. What did the people of TV time rate the episode? I think they gave it a five. I also think that. And they did 70%. Okay, now this is the very interesting. One. This is this is the most interesting one. Yes. I, really, so I, I didn't, I didn't even think about it really ahead of time. I've tried to think about it. I went, I'm just going to pick them all on fly. <laughs> Me too. This is probably the most interesting character guessing that we've had so far in the series. Certainly. I agree. Um, I think the people, just because it's Harrison Ford, they said Paul, and also with the okay. ending. All right. I think you said Brian. Okay. I think the people stuck with Jimmy. Because I think that's just the default setting. That's fair. Uh, and I think you said Paul. Okay. What did the people say? Wow. Paul by a landslide. Knew it. Easy. Eight, 82%. They were, Michelle, they were waiting for a reason to put Paul. That's what <laughs> they know. wanted. Okay, they all love Harrison Ford. Who doesn't? Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> probably right. 82%. That's your, that's, your, that's your Jamie, that's your Jason Siegel love blinding you. <laughs> I Harrison guess so. Ford trade. J- Jimmy's in third in this episode. 6%. Uh, rightfully so. Rightfully yeah, so. Behind, be behind Gabby. That. Yeah, he should be below that. All right. Did you pick Brian? I don't think you did. I did not. I picked Paul. Okay, you picked Paul. I picked Gabby. Wow. Okay. I thought about picking Paul. Paul is my pick for a bit, but I would, you know, maybe I'm doing that out of bias. Now that I think about it, maybe I should pick Paul because <laughs> I'm thinking about all like I, the, like the last two scenes, especially or why I picked Paul. But like Gabby was just so funny. I was like, ah, Gabby was hysterical. She's so good. But I will tell you that the reason I picked Paul, the, the last scene's great. The scene with Alice is great. But what I love about Paul in this episode is his he's bombarded in each scene that he's in by the fact that he does love Jimmy and he is Jimmy's mentor and it, that he's missing out on it as much as Jimmy's missing out on it. Uh, and when he, it's when he makes that realization that this is hurting him as much as it's hurting Jimmy and goes back to him. That's what I love about Paul in this episode. That's very fair. I, 
I've already said Gabby. Maybe I'll swap. Yeah. I, I can swap back to Paul, but I'm not going to. I'll stay strong. Gabby, hysterical. She, she's episode. so funny. So funny. Basically, I think filled the gap that Jimmy would normally fill in the episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> good job. <laughs> Big <Yeah>. ups. <laughs> What's her What's her line? Uh, I'll you up. Is that Is that what it was? What? Sorry. Oh, uh, you up attitude or you up you up um, attitude? Not attitude, but energy. Energy. Uh, something like that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Ah. Well. Yeah. Good. Good. Good episode. I liked it a lot. You liked it not as much as me, but still, you liked the episode. I, I uh, love it. It's, you loved it's it. Great. You gave it a nine. You gave it a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look to the next episode, Mr. Sal. Imposter Syndrome. Ooh, I like that title. We didn't like Woof. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I won't, remember fine, woof. But... I won't remember the title. Well, maybe I should be talking about this because we'll be talking about this in the recap. <laughs> but yeah. but, but uh, Imposter Syndrome, I just like the idea of it because it's a it's a condition that I'm interested in. Uh, because I've, I've felt it several times throughout my life. We talked about it a lot when we covered Centaur World, uh, mm-hmm. which I, honestly, th- th- if you like this show, you might want to check out Centaur World. Actually, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of overlap, but um, th- there's a heavy theme of imposter syndrome in that. Yeah, I think I I felt imposter. I think I think I think no, maybe it's me like projecting. I feel like a lot of people have felt imposter syndrome in one way or another to some degree. I, I, I say that, but you know what? I, I I can think of some people in my life that I don't think I've ever felt imposter syndrome. <laughs> I think everybody should have felt imposter syndrome. You're right. That's what I think. Of <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I think it's a good... Uh, you're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, in either case, I, I, I'm definitely... Uh, I, I'm curious to who it's going to apply to. Right? I bet multiple people. And probably, but we'll see. We'll see <laughs> that. We'll see that. Oh, I'm excited for the next episode. That's all I'm going to say. I'm excited. Me too. So, is there anything you'd like to say, Mr. Sal? Uh, you know, I, it's just I, the, the series is spectacular. It's so great. I, I, I've been enjoying every minute of it. and I'm really grateful that it exists and that we're watching it. Oh, it is an amazing series. And we've covered a lot of other amazing series too, mm-hmm. Mr. Sal. We've already mentioned a few earlier, but maybe uh, some of the ones just to mention them. Ozark. And while you're watching out our back, <laughs> 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 that, was, that was awful. That's so funny though. I loved it. Thank you for doing that. We've we covered a lot of other series other than Ozark that I I have actually liked more than Ozark. I like actually I like The Watchmen more. Yeah, I think. I, I, yeah, I, I definitely did. I definitely yeah, did. Uh, Watchmen's yeah. spectacular, but and we've done, I've already I've already brought up Center World. I brought up yeah. something else that I can, oh, The Last of Us. I Russian brought up doll, you said Dexter New Blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, check out our back catalog. We've got this series uh, that we have a big back catalog. Uh, big back catalog. So check it out. There's probably something else you're interested in. Uh, if you like the podcast, please five star reviews. Subscribe, even if you didn't like it. Whatever. <laughs> Share the podcast too. <laughs> Uh, if you want to contact us, showbirthpodcast at gmail.com. We'll have another release next week with episode six, Imposter Syndrome. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.